Welcome to the FNO InsureTech Podcast, a place where movers and shakers from all points within the insurance ecosystem gather and discuss all things InsureTech. We talk about how technology and innovation are affecting and driving change in the industry. Here are your hosts, Matt D. Fothery, Lee Boyd, and Rob Beller. Hey, podcast world, we are back with another exciting episode of FNO InsureTech. And today we are super, super excited because once again, we have uh, through threats, crying, kicking and screaming, been able to get to luminaries. Is that a fair term? Luminaries? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll go with it. Yeah. Okay. From the InsureTech world, two names that anybody who's anybody in the InsureTech world knows on our podcast at the same time. That's right. We have with us today, Jay Weintraub, CEO and co-founder of InsureTech Connect, and the one and only Caribou Honig, chairman and co-founder of InsureTech Connect, on our show to talk about InsureTech 2020. Which is just going to be a great conversation because I know uh, I personally have been wondering, what are you going to do, right? There's this pandemic going on. Everybody's staying at home. What are we going to do? I know Las Vegas has opened, but what is ITC? And today we're going to get to talk about that and we're going to get to talk about uh, going virtual. They had released a little bit of information and we're going to get to ask questions to really dive deep into what are you going to do? What are you going to plan? What's it going to look like? Uh, some 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 great questions, and I would imagine some great answers. Sure, I'm sure many of us in the audience can imagine the challenge that these two face at this time. And Jay and his team have come up with a great plan and great ideas, and we're going to hear all about those. Yeah, yeah. I really want to know... I had read where they're going to have a 20-day tour and they're going to do a, a pitch competition from startups. I want to know a lot about that. And I want to know about ITC Global. What is that two and a half days, 24 hours a day of immersive um, information? I can't wait to to ask them about that and to learn what we're you know, what are we going to get to see? Because as you know, Rob, ITC every year is an event that we go to. It's exciting. It's fun. We get to see all sorts of people there. Uh, so what, what do they have planned? Right. And of course, the cornerstone of the InsurTech world are the startups that have come in and uh, made such a name and changed the whole direction and opportunity of insurance and one of the key things that almost every startup goes through is a pivot. Yeah. And so that's pretty much what we're going to be talking about today is the grand pivot that this startup, who's about five years old now, has had to go through as a result of dealing with COVID. We know that almost anybody listening on this podcast today in their work has had to deal with the impacts of COVID and that's exactly what we're going to be talking about. Well, let's do it. Let's jump in. Let's hear from the guys. So without further ado, let's go to our conversation about InsureTech 2020 with Jay Weintraub and Caribou Honig from InsureTech Connect. 
Hey, everybody, we are here with our super special guests, and I'm not exaggerating when I say that. We've dragged these two guests kicking and screaming into our podcast uh, once again, and that is Mr. Jay Weintraub, the CEO and co-founder of InsureTech Connect, and the one and only Caribou Honig, the chairman and co-founder of InsureTech Connect. These were the crazy guys who had the dream a few years ago. And we're here today to talk about InsureTech 2020 and beyond. And uh, welcome, you two. It's good to have you back. Welcome, guys. Yeah, thanks for having us here. I'd like to point out that it was uh, me kicking and Jay screaming, though. (laughs) And it was me requesting to be considered a very special guest. That was really the, uh, you know, if you want me, if you want me to come screaming and not kicking. Oh, I, I, I got you covered, Jay. In fact, everybody, we were talking about how we should all spell our names before, and we're advocating that Jay starts to just spell his first name with the simply the letter J. Yeah. So uh, if you're in our audience and in agreement with that, please let us know, and we'll pass that along to him. Thank you for not suggesting a symbol. I appreciate. it. <laughs> The InsureTech Connect CEO, formerly known as Jay. There you go. Huh? It does have kind of a cool ring. It really it's does. It'd be great on, on a business card. So let's jump in, guys. We have all kinds of things to unpack with ITC 2020. So we'll start with you, Jay, because you're the guy who used to be in the office every day. I assume you probably still go to an office or whatever. But um, let's start with the pressing question. Tell us about ITC 2020. Well, good news is that we are going to be bringing the community together. So, you know, I'd say this this time has given us a chance to innovate, and I think largely for the best. So for us, the big news has been that ITC is shifting from an in-person first you know, uh, framework to one that is going to be digital first. And clearly for a show that began with, a show like hey that's big news for us what's it gonna look like will las vegas be open will there be anything in las vegas you know that was largely what drove all of this is that you know vegas is still an uncertainty it was super exciting that vegas is sort of open for business but shows in vegas is really like a big question mark you know we're on caribou what is it is it phase four that shows of our size are considered yeah, we are the last thing in line to open up, I think, from a public policy perspective, right? When you're in the business of mass gatherings, that's not what the health officials are really excited about until you've got it totally under control. Right. Your scale has pushed you guys back, so to speak. Yeah, I think it's a, and I think part of it too for us was we want to be able to guarantee the health and safety of the community. I mean, that's first and foremost. And so the only way that we could do that is by doing the thing that we can control, which is we can control if we go digital first. We have a zero control over can we actually gather. And I think a big consideration for us is, you know, and, and Caribou had this great idea. It was, a, it was a nano survey that we did a couple months ago, which was really to get a sentiment of if people were to hear that it couldn't take place, like how would they feel? Mm-hmm. And there turned out there was, you know, enough people that said, if you didn't do it in person, I kind of feel relieved because this way I didn't want to say that I felt uncomfortable traveling, but I kind of feel uncomfortable traveling. So you've allowed me to sort of feel like I can be in control. And that's important to us too. 
Yeah, and, and really the, the key challenge for us, right, is, okay, if we're going to be digital first, how do we figure out how to deliver the same, the same real promise, right, that we've delivered on in the in-person for the insure tech and insurance community? And, you know, it's, it's not about going cookie cutter. It's not about saying, okay, we have a, you know, in-person event. Now, how do we, you know, put some cameras on that and make it, you know, take it to the digital side? It's thinking about, all right, what does an event accomplish for the attendees in the first place, right? It's yeah. education around the content. It's around the networking with the people whom you already know. And it's a great excuse to get to have the conversations with them. It's the discovery aspect, right? I, I think that at ITC, people have run across people that they didn't know and they didn't realize that they wanted to know. But once they met mm -hmm. them there, bouncing into them, they actually were very happy, right? And, and that leads to, you know, business deals and, 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 and so on. Yeah, we met at ITC that way. That's, that's really how Caribou and I met. <laughs> uh, well, that's kind of the definition of networking and what it's about. And I, I just wanted you to know, Jay, I'm exactly one of those people that I would have been really conflicted about going. I would have been uncomfortable the whole time if I had gone. Can I say that? You can say that. Yes, yes. I, I mean, we. <laughs> yeah. one of my favorite CEOs, you know, startup CEOs is sort of someone that's like, I, I've lived through a lot of things and I love your show, but I don't know that my wife loves your show. I don't know, like when I have to go to her and say, honey, I'm still going to go to Vegas. I don't know that she's going to say, you do that, honey. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> right. No, that, that, that's a great insight. So I think, that, I think that what you guys have done, the concept that it's evolved into is terrific. Let's talk about that. I yeah. mean, there's so much here. It's, it's not a little thing. I'll let you guys kind of handle that. First, tell us what the concept is, and then tell us how you got there. Yeah, so our concept really revolves around this notion of September to remember. And for us, September now has, you know, kind of two key components. The first is something that we are calling the ITC World Tour. And, and a lot of when you think about Las Vegas, it's the world comes to Vegas and experiences this amazing thing called InsureTech. And so when we stopped and said, well, how do we sort of serve InsureTech, knowing that it's global, you know, one thought is, well, we have to go to where InsureTech is now. So with the world tour, it's going to be 20 stops in sort of that first, you know, two and a half weeks of September. And you can think of it as we, we think of it as a celebration of InsureTech. So it's very much by the area sort of to show off like what they've done. And a lot of, and I have to thank Caribou because, you know, when, when you're like me and you love what face-to-face -face brings, it's very easy to sit here and, and well, I, I don't know if I was kicking or screaming this time. And say like, no, I refuse. <laughs> We're not going digital, you know. But you know, and Caribou is the one that says, well, right. What does digital give us that we can't do otherwise? And the fact that we can travel to places without having to leave, and we can see people who are great but may not have a chance to travel, is one you know sort of like key piece. So I think that's the first part: is come take a journey with us across the globe to see innovation that you might not have. And then once we've kind of taken this trip across the globe, we're going to unite the globe together in what is now going to be known as ITC Global. So again, instead of everyone coming to Vegas, we're here to bring it to the world. I think that's wonderful. And I love the, the journey. I love the 20 cities you're thinking about going to. And, and what 
what are those cities? What are a couple of them you're looking at actually having, you know, digital virtual stops at? Yeah, so we will be stopping, you know, some of them will be cities. You know, we think about where have the hubs, you know, sort of been. You think about, and certainly in the U.S., there's mm -hmm. distinct activity that you could say, well, there's San Francisco, there's L.A., there's New York, there's Boston, Columbus. So part of it is saying, where are there those cities? Where are there, and sometimes it's almost more of a regional or country level. So, you know, yeah. we'll stop in Thailand, we're going to stop in Japan. We're going to stop in, you know, probably one or two spots in India. We'll stop in Israel. We're going to stop in Australia and New Zealand. Uh, I only wish that we could give frequent flyer miles out because this would be great. So on these city tours, whenever you stop, what what are we going to see? Is this a presentation? Will this be interaction? What will actually be occurring during these stops? I think one of the things that we're most excited about is that ITC is a collaboration. As much as, you know, Caribou and I get to, sometimes you're nice enough to give us credit for it. What really makes it happen are all of the different parties that come and have made it home. So for us, the World Tour is a chance to work with some of these partners, these associations that have always been such good friends and have them get to be some of the co-hosts uh, of these stops. And it's designed to be sort of snackable maybe. So it's going to be 60 to 90 minutes. It's going to have a conversation component. It'll have a five companies doing pitches and demos, and there'll be some networking to it. And, and to make sure that there's a little bit of fun, you know, we're going to make sure to kind of crown a winner of the demo pitches at each stop and have, you know, sort of those live finales at ITC Global. So it's kind of an expo feel at each stop and attempting to recreate what you have in the expo? I would say it's startup discovery is probably what we would think of it as. You know, our hall and the expo hall is, you know, we've worked very hard on making sure that there's a great number of startups that are there and so that you can see, you know, some of the latest innovations and just meet a bunch of companies. So this is really much focused on, on that and saying who are interesting startups Maybe you've heard of them, maybe you haven't, and hopefully you really haven't because they may not have been to Vegas yet. I have recently become fascinated with Israel. Will Israel have anything, will they have a stop on this journey? With Without a doubt. I mean, I think there's clearly, you think about cyber, you think about AI, some of the data, you know, they, they have some very impressive companies and yeah. we're super excited about having them be a stop. That's wonderful. Yes, we've talked to more CEOs who are from there. And in fact, I read a book about it and I will absolutely be tuning into that. And so with these 20 cities, we'll all at the end come together with ITC Global. Talk to us about that. I'm reading where it's a 24 hours a day. You're planning to, to do something. What, talk to us about that. I'm going to blame Caribou here because okay. you, you, you keep blaming me, Jay. Come on. That's uh, going, Caribou. You don't sleep, Caribou. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was going to say I blame him because he challenged us to be ambitious. And so, you know, what sounds more ambitious? And I don't know, is it Caribou, is this sort of uh, ambitious or ludicrous? Maybe ludicrous. Maybe. Like ludicrous mode? Ludicrous mode, yes. Let's please be prepared to hit ludicrous mode. Uh, I think for us, it was one of the biggest challenges is it's easy when you come to Vegas, you have 65 countries all in the same time zone. You know, what happens when there's, you know, 20 plus time zones coming together? That was the thing that we had to try to figure out. So the way that we're treating it is we're going to roll every country into one of three regions. 
there's going to be APAC, Americas, and EMEA. And then every region is going to have its sort of schedule. And then, but every country within that region, it's going to feel sort of localized. And so the, the goal for us was if you're signing on from anywhere in the world, how does it feel like this is, you know, part of my day, but that there's something mm-hmm. going on. And it just so happens that if you think about where people live, it means that there has to be something happening 24 hours a day. Now, it does sound a little bit ludicrous. It sounds daunting. It scares me. And, you know, clearly it's one of the things where we are trying to tell people that this is, no, no, we're not expecting you to be up for 24 hours, but the world is spread out over 24 hours. And so our mission is to make sure that this can actually be global and not something that is fixed on, say, East Coast time. And it means that those that are in APAC may only have three hours to attend. And we didn't want that. And, and you know, a big part of our job, and I say our really, Jay, and, and the great team that's working on this, is to help you navigate all the content, all the discovery, all the networking opportunities so that you get the most out of it, right? We never expect in Vegas that someone's going to try to sit in on every single presentation, fireside chat and the like, right? They may have some meetings they want to do. There's a bunch of tracks in parallel. Our job is always there to you know, help people find the content they want and the people they want to meet with and the, the companies to discover. And that's the same here in a virtual event. And it feels to me like what you guys maybe started with was how do we take this thing online? How do we take what happens in Las Vegas? How do we take the benefits that you get from ITC and deliver those benefits, knowing that there will be some aspects that make sense when you're in person at, at a, a venue there in Vegas, which makes sense there, but don't make sense virtual. And there'll be some opportunities of things you can do to deliver that value in a virtual way that aren't an option when everyone's all in one city, right? It, yeah. Trying to sort of think this through, like, you know, newspapers are great, right? They really are. There's like, something lovely about reading a newspaper and the, the feel of the newsprint and so on. But, you know, there's this one sort of reference in a, in a newspaper article, and I kept trying to, like, press it and press it to get to the, the hyper, get through the hyperlink, and it didn't go anywhere. It was terrible. Like, when you do certain things online, right, it opens up a bunch of sort of ways to deliver the value, ways to deliver the, the benefit you want to. And so part of us, part, part of our sort of mandate is make sure that we're looking at, okay, let's not just take a cookie cutter. What can we actually do differently that'll be delivering the benefits better because it's virtual? Right. What are the new opportunities that we wouldn't have with an in-person event? That's right. Now, I don't want to be the one to tell y'all, but (laughs) so I'm thinking this thing is two months away. You're looking at putting together 20 days of a roadshow, three days of 24-hour programming. How in the world are y'all going to be able to produce all this? With a very generous vacation uh, package in October, I think. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of filming that's going to be involved. There's a lot of prep. I assume all of this is already in the works. Yes, yes. And so, yeah, so I I assume most of these stops are going to be video recording. You're going to be doing some interviews. What about everybody who is planning to speak at these events? Will these be live on on the global day? Uh, will they be live or will they be pre-recorded? What are you planning on there? Yeah, we're we're thinking of a of a mix. I mean, one of the things that has been, I'd say, heavily on my mind is 
there is a the way we consume our content today, like when you're sitting in front of a machine or in front of a screen, it's a very different content experience than the same content experience online. So how do we sort of try to figure out, like, what do we have to break? What do we have to innovate? And I think part of that is going to be that the show can't just be a, a whole bunch of, you know, 35 minute and 50 minute sessions. There's going to have to be some things. There's going to have to be sort of more on demand. There's going to, have to be more that's sort of snackable as well. You know, one of the ideas that Caribou had that I love, and we're still trying to figure out how in the world we make it happen is you think about a, a Zoom call and, you know, there's always going to be like those handful of people that don't have their camera on. And it looks a little bit different than someone who has their camera or in Caribou's case, he's gotten so fancy that he plays videos that he shot his own drone behind him. And so how do we, like, what's the equivalent in a, in a virtual event? And we think that the equivalent is, how do we get every single person to almost do their own video, you know, 30-second video profile? Because I think in an in-person event, you think about that app and you think about, oh, wow, like, here's this company. You'll read those paragraphs. But when you're sitting in front of a machine or on a phone, you probably don't want to keep reading what you probably want to do is just hit a button, watch and listen. And it's also a really great way to get a feel for someone. When you're in Vegas, you can read enough about them. You're going to see them face to face anyway. So, you know, these are some of the things that we're kind of asking ourselves to say, okay, because this thing is not going to be, you know, purely face to face, what can we do that we wouldn't have done? And what do we need to do to make sure that, back to Garibu's point, that it delivers value? And at the same time, you know, it presents an opportunity to make sure we're thinking about production quality, right? You know, when you, when we're setting up the fireside chats, the presentations, especially for the those which will be pre-recorded, right? What can we do to help the presenter, the speakers, actually show up at real sort of top-notch TV, movie, cinematography uh, production quality? So I, I think those are some of the questions that uh, we're grappling with, uh, because like everyone, right, this is sort of the first time we've been through uh, navigating a pandemic. You know, we're a little bit of entrepreneurs going through this, just like the insurtechs, uh, trying to figure this out, uh, make sure we don't miss the essentials and looking for where it creates opportunities at the same time. You know, it just occurred to me that you guys kind of have a benefit that, I mean, what year is this for ITC? Is this year five? This is the fifth year. Yep. Okay. So every year has been so dynamically different than the year before. You don't have a cookie cutter conference. And so at least you're maybe used to the fact that this year is going to be different than last year. I think that's actually a very fair statement. The We, we in many ways, while yes, it's going to be in Vegas, you're right. We sort of start from scratch every year. And the thing is for us, like, we have gotten, I think, right, we're pretty good and we really know how to how to design physical space to, to make it engaging. We, you know, sort of, we think a lot about the people and what has to go on and how to set people up for success and to create those emotional connections, you know, hopefully with each other and, and with us as well. And yes, this is, a lot of this is same outcomes, but there's going to be a whole bunch of new sort of skill sets that we get to learn or maybe said another way, we kind of have to learn along the way. 
Well, one advantage in adapting to this environment, by the way, is uh, I don't know that people know this, but Jay actually assembled from the beginning a virtual team, a remote team. So, nice. you know, the ITC staff uh, has been in New York, Richmond, San Francisco, Nebraska, uh, Maryland. I mean, it's really all over. And so at least one advantage we've had or, or one sort of disadvantage we didn't have to struggle through was actually how do we work right together in problem solving and executing when we're in five different cities and not converging in the same office? Well, that's how ITC has gotten done every year. You know, you, you bring up the emotional connection, Jay, which is very important to me. I mean, I've met some terrific people through the years at the conference and really enjoyed that. And one of the central places, of course, where that happens is in your expo. I thought last year the expo was honestly extraordinary. Maybe one of the best expos, if not the best expo I've ever been in, period. One of the things that we said from day one is we want to find ways to make sure the expo hall doesn't suck. So that is wonderful to hear and, and thank you. So how do you deal with that this year and in, in, in this circumstance? I think for us, we look at it and say, right, what was it about the expo hall that you know, made it good? And I go back to something that Caribou said, there's multiple elements together. There's a sense of discovery. There's a sense of almost community. And the one thing that we love, and, and I'd say this pandemic has, for us at least, has shown that there's a value to face-to-face that we are long-term bullish on. Because when you see it, sort of like walking the streets of, of New York is very different than even seeing photos of it. So I think for us, we have to really sit here and say, you know, what is the core activity that we need to deliver? And, you know, absolutely learning is a piece of it. But another piece is how do we bring people together? And so some of the things that we are thinking about are how do we create sort of shared experiences? How do we create that you know, sort of moments of even potential serendipity. So uh, I'd say a lot of our thinking now is, are there going to be physical components to this, right? Is there almost an unboxing experience that we can provide? What are those various things that are, we did this together and it wasn't just, oh, we spent five minutes chatting. So I think as much as we are, can tell you that there's going to be a Yes, there's going to be a virtual expo hall, and yes, there's going to be meetings. I, I think your question is the one that we continue to focus on, you know, sort of most of all, which is mm-hmm. that sum of the feelings that it's able to generate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How do we do that in a purely virtual world? One of our favorite events is always the uh, entertainment at the end. And at ITC, we get to do a lot of uh, after our parties and, and, and get to see a lot of people. I was reading on the program where it said there there may be some entertainment features or aspects. Is that something you're you're working on? Oh yes, yes. I mean, if there's one thing that we have to have, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be that. Yeah, so, yeah. We had we had some really great after party talent that we had been talking to, and I'll say that speaking of entertainment, we read this article about this magic show in L.A. that went virtual, and you receive a kit. And so as part of, instead of just watching the magic show, you know, you're, you're part of it. And, wow. and, and what we hear is like that was, and, and everyone raves about it. 
And what I love about that is it, you think about, you could be five people, you could be, you know, a hundred people. And now you have this sort of very shared experience. And all of a sudden this virtual was no longer a barrier. It was an enabler. And I I remember an entrepreneur that I know talked about what he did for his wife. And he had a sort of, there was a sommelier from a local restaurant and they brought the sommelier on to be sort of on the screen. And then the sommelier shipped them a couple bottles and they did essentially a tasting together. And so I I think those are some of the things that we, you know, we believe that it isn't, we don't want this to be flat. So, yeah. Yeah, I like that. That, That's very interesting to bring that third dimension into it. So we're talking about a 20 city tour. We're talking about three days of 24 hour entertainment. We're talking about virtual expos meetings, uh, all sorts of things. And I have to ask, is this going to cost us money? Will it all cost money? Will some of it cost money? Has that been worked out yet? I I think, and this this is one thing where digital has spoiled all of us, where there's a element that there's an expectation that things, you know, sort of should be free. So I think it is, you know, our mission has, has really been to try and, you know, connect the world of insured tech. And as Caribou said, it's, you know, to be a catalyst for the amazing innovation that happens. And I think this gives us an opportunity to try something that is not possible in Vegas. And so I think there will be a free component to it. And there will be some premium features as, you know, sort of as well. But we do want to go ahead and make this as accessible as possible. At the same time, we do want to make sure that the quality can happen. And there is a piece of like you pay, you know, it's a, you will usually care more about something that you've paid for than something that's, that's free. So I think there's for us, the, you know, the fact that there will be premium features is really to make sure that people actually give the time and attention because that's the value of Vegas is you've given time and you've given your attention and that's where the great stuff ends up happening. I'll say this as a consumer of InsureTech Connect, as somebody who goes, and I know that you guys have thought a lot about this and probably spoken to many people about it, I would for sure pay to be involved in it. It's so valuable. It's the one of the high points of our year, and I know I speak for Lee when I say that. Absolutely. That one of the things that you guys have done a great job of over time is showing and creating and delivering value. And so there's no reason to believe that the same team uh, uh, won't do it in this format as well. So I, I think that's, an, frankly, an, a no-brainer, since you're asking. I mean, that, that's really job number one for us, right? It, it is a question of how do we deliver the value? How do we deliver on the promise right? with a constraint of not having everyone in Vegas and the, the degrees of freedom of having people virtual? but we've got to deliver the value to people. We've got to deliver the, the content, the networking, and the discovery. And if we do that, then we should be able to charge some sort of fair price because we got bills to pay too. But yeah. I think we almost start with how do we really ensure we, we deliver on those promises? And I don't know, we completely just, you know, assume that the, the numbers will work for themselves on the finances, but uh, we ought to be able to figure that out if we're, if we're confident we're delivering the value. For 2022, 
what are you preparing for? Are you kind of preparing both paths right now and seeing how September works out? Or are we counting on a certain way uh, to, to have ITC 2022? Well, now you're asking 2022. My gosh, I hope we have actually returned to some normalcy by October, September 2022. Mm-hmm. Right? I think the trickier question may be around 2021, but okay. uh, by gosh, by 2022, yeah, we, we better be able to have some some meetings as a as a community again. And that doesn't mean we won't also have some of the virtual components that we learn works really well. But, you know, I think 2021 is, I'm, I'm desperately optimistic as well that 15 months from now, we'll be all okay to be converging in one place. Uh, but I don't know that it's guaranteed at this point right. that from a medical perspective, everyone right. will be okay 15 months from now even getting into one place. So I think we've got to, at the conceptual level, continue to, to barrel forward on thinking through what's the, the parts of the virtual event experience that really work well for people, deliver lots of value, which are the things which, hey, in September of 2020, we gave it a great try. And you know what? It, it, it did fall a little flat. How do we adjust and learn from those things? And we've always got to be learning on the product side. One of the things for us is that we, you know, we care so much that as a team, we always want to get it right. But I think even us, we need to remember, you think about something like e-commerce where it's a 25-year journey and you know it's been super accelerated in the last three months. But prior to the three months, it's a 25-year journey that I, I think it was something, was at 15, still 18%. So huge amount of business, but still not even a majority that was taking place. So I think the same thing is kind of happening here, which is at the end of the day, no one really knows what a great virtual show should be. So a lot of this is going to be us going, well, we know that there's value that we want to bring and no one has invented all the pieces yet. So, you know, we're going to go throw a whole bunch of stuff at this and, and see what can work. But we, because we know we can continue to iterate on it. But that's what we have to remember is that th- this is so brand new. We're so used to living online now, but we're not used to sort of conferences online. Right. And like meeting a stranger, if you will, or somebody that you don't know, reaching out to people. And, and that's something that always interests me at a good conference like yours is the networking opportunities. And so I look forward to the networking opportunities, because that's one of the things that you talk about in your promo stuff is that there will be one-on-one networking opportunities. And I hope, by the way, that some people will actually find the virtual format more natural for them, right? There are some introverts out there. Uh, believe it or not, I'm one of them. Uh, I just play an extrovert on TV. But <laughs> the there's a lot of introverts where you know, they're at one of the happy hours after a day of interesting sessions and all. And, you know, people are actually willing and and happy to talk, but they maybe are just feeling a little awkward walking up to someone and saying, hi, my name is Caribou. Who are you? And Mm -hmm. something like that might actually be easier for some people in a virtual setting, just not so awkward. So, uh, you know, again, I I, want to be sure that we collectively are thinking through like, all right, this isn't just a bunch of you know negatives relative to the in-person. 
There's some things we'll be able to do better, but there's some things that ought to be better for some people at least. From a content standpoint, should we be thinking in terms of the same kind of broad array of different topics, panels, speakers, opportunities like that, the same kind of presentation content that we've come to count on from you guys? So I think to some degree, absolutely. And I'll echo what Caribou had said earlier, which is, you know, we, what we really want to do is take advantage of this delivery mechanism and format and make it even better. And I think also one of the great advantages of digital is that it scales sort of infinitely. So if done right, and what we're thinking about is how do we give access to even more sort of a combination of, you know, live TV, cable TV, and, and sort of Netflix, they all play a role. At, <clears throat> on the one hand, if you don't really want to think, you just see what's playing now. You know, on the other, if you want sort of variety, right, you can scroll through a bunch of channels. Or if you have ideas of what you might want to watch, you have, you know, sort of this great array of sort of on demand. Here, that's the one thing that Vegas has, which is a physical constraint. There's only so many rooms. Right. And- content we can do. So yeah, I'm kind of excited. And I think also something that Caribou said that I want to emphasize again is there are things that, that again, digital does really well. I, you think about the shift for online dating, like it, it is a great way for people to meet, to connect. And the idea of like having a profile and you get to actually choose how you look and sound and <laughs> all the things that, that, you know, sort of so we, you know, we're kind of excited to find those things for people so that it isn't just, I don't want to rush the stage. I don't want to go over and, and do that. So I think there's a combination of you know, making it more democratic for uh, lots of people and also making it more efficient for everyone. And I just want you to know that when my profile picture looks a lot like Brad Pitt, that's strictly a coincidence. I get that a lot from people. So um, we will make sure that... Uh, you know, the, the quality control uh, over That's here. Right. Not That's right. Don't That's edit right. that out. That's just the way it is. That's just natural. I, I, I want to talk about ITC, the company, and ITC, the organization, because I know that there's a lot of really interesting things happening there beside the many oh my God moments that you guys have had. And it seems to me that you've added a lot of organizational bandwidth. And can you talk about that for a few minutes and maybe why you did it and how that's working out? So that's a great question. Jay has this great ambitious vision for what he's trying to build as an entrepreneur, right? So he is, of course, the co-founder and CEO of InsureTech Connect, but that's not the full extent of what he's looking to build. He's actually looking to build more of a studio, a way to repeatedly bring different communities, often tech-centric communities, together, right, in the same template, in the same manner as what happens at ITC. So, you know, actually, we've got another event called HR Transform that we started a couple of years ago. And so some of the people on ITC also work on that event. And that's, you know, focused on bringing people together, focused on the uh, the future of the workplace and uh, technology around that. Uh, and actually, there's two more e- events that are in the works for next year, one focused on logistics tech, one focused on real estate and prop tech. So that just gives you a sense of of the ambition that Jay is really le- leading his team through. And, uh, you know, I, I think that that shows up. It actually, I suspect, makes InsureTech Connect better 
because there's more people that can be brought to bear at any given time on on one event or the other, including on ITC when we need it to. I think we've been amazingly fortunate to be able to bring on such great people. And I think what's also super exciting for me is just how much insurance is at the intersection of everything. And that's what we sort of realized the further you get into insurance. It's like it, it is kind of like this fabric for you know every other sector as well. And for us, like we're connectors at heart, we're builders at heart. And so we do, we want to have a chance to offer that to other verticals and other communities. Yeah. You know, I think that's a great insight and something that we've become more aware of uh, as a result of doing the podcast for the last year and a half is insurance for myself. I've been in, in the industry for a long time and we kind of considered it boring and it's kind of mundane and not very exciting, but I don't think we were necessarily being fair to it as a concept until really InsureTech kind of came forward and this wave of new energy and enthusiasm towards insurance came forward. But we even see today in the pandemic that we're in how critical it is, the important place that it holds in our society, right? I don't want to get too philosophic about it, but insurance is a really important thing and it's a very exciting thing and a critical part of our fabric. Like you said, I think that's a, that's a great insight and a great idea to hold on to. I take great pride in playing my little role in helping the insurance industry move forward because it is such an important industry. And I also think that it's a easy when you're in a service business at the end of the day, like your job is to serve others. So when you do your job right, it's not, it's not about you. It's about their success. And I think it's easy to take that sort of for granted and think that what you do then is not interesting or not boring. And that's how I used to speak about being in the events you know, category for the longest time until you realize that, you know, you can, you, have, you should allow yourself to take a step back and realize like we're helping other people. And that's an amazing thing. And insurance helps a ton of people. And that's why it's a really amazing thing. Are you saying it's not all about me, Jay? We've had, we've been fortunate enough to have Caribou on our show several times. And we always know that when he's on the product that we use, ask you for your name before you come into the studio, if you will the online studio, and Caribou always enters as megalomaniac. It's just truth in advertising. It's all, <laughs> When we're doing a podcast, it's all about me. Jay's lucky I let him, uh, you know, have a word in edgewise. <laughs> mm-hmm. I do enjoy when we have our own, you know, when we started this tiptoe into digital, and we started with these ITC virtual conversations. Right. And you know, our, our next series is actually focused on the agency and broker communities. And it's going to be July 16th and it's Agency Connect Virtual. But I'm always waiting to see what Caribou registers as, you know, godfather of InsureTech. I'm trying to think yep. of something. Yep. You love that one. Godfather. You got to love that one. Uh, what are some of the other great ones, I think? I'm going to keep you guessing. I'm not going to tell you what, what uh, to look for, Jay. Got to sneak it in there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking about kidnapping Caribou so that I can take the name the Godfather of Insurance. <laughs> I have no right to it. I just love the name. You you might get visited by a few folks, you know, if you do that. So probably uh, want to make me an offer I can't refuse. That's right. Well, listen, it's a pleasure always having you guys on. We're 
thrilled to hear about what's happening this year. And I, and I just have to say from what we've heard today and what we've been exposed to and been able to read, it looks like it's going to be an innovative, creative and fun opportunity. Exciting. So let's make this thing happen. When What should people look forward to as far as information? Are you is there more information that's going to be coming on this? What what should people do? Yeah, What's their I, call to action? The call to action is go to Insure Tech Connect and join you know our interest list. Become an insider. It's, you know we will absolutely communicate there first. And part of it is that that's really important to us. Which is we didn't have all the answers, but once we knew that things were going to change, we wanted to make sure that we shared it with people first. And so, yeah, we thank you. Everyone's been a part of this journey and it's going to continue to be an amazing journey together. Well, we'll be there and we we look forward to uh, what you guys have to offer. And thanks again for being with us today. We appreciate it. Thank you. Very much. It's nice that we've been able to come friends with Caribou and Jay over time and speak with them many times and be part of this kind of at least a witness to the evolution of their conference. And there's no bigger year of evolution than this one. Yes, I would agree. This is a huge year for them. And it, it really excited me talking to them. I got excited about what is in store for ITC. Uh, I can tell that they do want to get back to normal, that they do want to get back to being able to host a mega event at a single place. But I think that this will change. Uh, ITC. I think that we'll see more digital, Mm -hmm. uh, more virtual events happening, Uh, but I'm very excited about it. I I think that the 20-day tour, uh, that's going to be neat, but the the full 24 hours a day for three days, being able to reach people all over different regions and countries, that's going to be great information. And even though it's quite different than the, the medium that they've had in the past to present in, Uh, and to do the conference in, they have a history of succeeding. They have a history of adapting. And I think they'll do great things. I'm really looking forward to what the final product will look like. Well, if you think about it, I think it was two years. They just moved to MGM Grand, and it wasn't quite finished yet. They were still having to adapt to using the conference center because one whole wall was up, and we all had to walk around outside. It's a very different adaptation, uh, but it was. They they were able to get it worked out, and I know that they'll do it here. It's a short timeline, but like Jay said, they've been working on this plan for a long time. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a lot of people, have a digital uh, virtual group who are working on it, and, and I think it'll be uh, very successful for them. Like I said during the podcast, it would have been hard for me to not go. I, I don't know that I would have gone, honestly. Yeah, uh, because of my own personal opinion and viewpoint on COVID, I think it's so respectful of them and so bold and brave of them to make this decision out of respect for the fact that you know they're to have the conference would have put a lot of people in a position of if you want to be participate in this, you need to be here, and a lot of people want to participate in it. That's the thing right. about the conference they that do. they have is is that people want to go. Right? I mean, I speak for both of us when I say that. Correct. Of course. In fact, I've checked the ITC website quite a bit to see, are you going to have it? And so that would make me make my decision because I don't really want to get on an airplane right now. I don't really want to go to Las Vegas right now. Uh, So they made up my decision for me. Now I can be a part. And uh, we look forward to ITC 
all year long. It's a time where we get to see old friends and new friends. It's a time where we get to learn about insured technology that's out there. It's just a, a, a cornerstone to our year. So I'm glad mm-hmm. that, um, that we didn't have to make the decision and that they made it for us. Right. And so we'll look forward to uh, everything they have to offer. We encourage everybody to go onto the InsureTech Connect website and to register your interest so that they can stay in touch with you. Because I'm sure that anybody that listens to this podcast, I'll go as far as saying, would be interested in attending InsureTech Connect, whether it's in Las Vegas, Timbuktu, or online, uh, you'd want to be there. So... We'll look forward to that. And we thank Jay and Caribou, as always, two of our more generous regular guests, and for being with us today and sharing everything that's going on. Let's support them. Let's support them because the product that they put out is very important to our industry. It's important to the InsurTech movement, uh, and it's important to each of us individually from an opportunity standpoint. So let's be supportive. And with that, we'll say goodbye, everybody.